All right, folks. This is our final show until we get back to the grind in August. But this is a special show. This is a show we didn't anticipate doing until until the last minute almost. It is the 2021 NFL schedule release and Eagles schedule look over. The road to the Super Bowl and how did the teams get there to the playoffs will be determined in our first 18 week schedule. For the first time, it's 17 games. It's the biggest schedule in NFL history. Lots of battles, division street fights, rivalry games, revenge games, reunion games, and those dreaded division title games late in the season where everything and anything could be on the line. It's going to be a war, it's going to be a battles. And obviously, like I said, we're looking forward to it. I know you're looking forward to it. Everybody's looking forward to it. Yeah, well, um, yeah, this is this is it, man. This is the end of the of uh, just really anything in terms of football. You can look forward to for the next couple months. After this, this is the we're coming up on the dark months of the football schedule in general of the year. We got nothing. We got maybe a couple mini camps. Nothing until the end of July when training camp hopefully starts up. So, you know, this is it, man. This is it. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, I'm just pouring over the schedule right now. It just came out. So, you know, we're still looking through at least the Eagles schedule, you know, um, and we'll see about some other key games, but, I mean, just looking at the Eagles' schedule, the first thing that stands out is, for some reason, the NFL likes to have us play the Falcons week one a lot. And a lot of times those years don't end up working out very well for us when we play the Falcons in week one. Well, I, I'm not worried about a lot about that. You know, it's going to be an interesting start. Like I said, it should be interesting because – that could that game actually historically, even though we struggle against the Falcons in Atlanta normally, that might actually be an advantage this year just because of the guys that we have. You know, it's SEC country, and Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith damn sure know that building, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, very well. Potentially could be to our advantage. But obviously, like I said, that historically we have struggled against the Falcons at, in Atlanta our last win there was in 2009. So, yeah, I, I understand that, that that first game is kind of a, a logical wonder of what this season's going to be. But I'm not going to be too, too concerned about that just because I know that there's bigger fish to fry in this schedule than worrying about the Atlanta Falcons in week one. Oh, yeah, I'm not worried about the Falcons in general. It's just, I don't know, man. I don't know why the NFL likes to have us play Atlanta opening week uh, every couple of years, you know? It's just weird. It's like it's not like it's some type of rivalry game or some big game that has some type of meaning, you know? Yeah, but I can't really be really concerned about that. Like I said, as I look at this at this 2021 schedule, there is a lot of, in, lot, lot of interesting games. We only have two primetime games. For the first time since 2013, 
There is no scheduled Sunday night football game. Obviously, the Eagles struggled last year, and only the good teams play on on the on the premiere of of primetime games, the Al Michaels run games. And obviously, he didn't look at the Eagles as a as a valuable threat this year. So he didn't. He decided to tell them, "I don't want the, the Eagles on there." Now, I say 2013, and they were some Sunday night games. Then that was because they were good enough to be flexed into the later stages of the season when they were actually going somewhere. But if the Eagles aren't going anywhere, which you and I pretty much believe they're not making the playoffs this year, at least for now, no, no, no look at, at the situation that they will be playing in a playoff in a game that matters on a Sunday night. Yeah. I mean, it, it, that only, it really only means something for the first half of the year. Once they start flexing the games, you know, the teams that are listed for Sunday night, it, doesn't, it really doesn't make a difference. But, yeah, um, I mean, it's, it's not surprising considering how bad the Eagles were last year and they're not expected to be good this year either. So, Yeah, but the two primetime games we do have, obviously we're play, we always play the Cowboys in Dallas. It's never a regular afternoon game, you know, a regular 1 o'clock game ever on Sunday anymore. That is a... Monday night game in week three. And we play the defending Super Bowl champions and Tom Brady, maybe for the last time for the Eagles, on week six, a Thursday night game. So, like I said, we're, we're obviously we got, we're not playing those scrubs on, on, in, on our two primetime games, but at least those are two primetime games we can look forward to to a degree. Yeah, I mean, it's something. It's something. Obviously, every team gets to play a Thursday night game, so that's uh, we got the Bucks. So, you know, at least it's a home game. You know, it, it, it'll be it'll be cool to have Tom Brady come back to Philly one more time at, on a Thursday night. And the Cowboys, you know, they're always going to play a night game, whether it's Sunday or Monday night. So, you know, nothing too surprising there, but. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure unless the Eagles are just a train wreck this year, I wouldn't be surprised to see a couple of these later games get flexed. You know, there's a lot of divisional games towards the end of the year. Obviously, Week 18, which is now the last week of the season, is a home game against Dallas. So, who knows, man? Maybe it's the Eagles surprise and they're in the, they're in the, the division race, and it comes down to the back game. It would probably get flexed there too. So, yeah. Like I said, we played the both Super Bowl participants early in the season. Week four, we will play Kansas City at, you know, and, and Andy Reid. We've never beaten Andy Reid since he left since he left Philly. And then, obviously, like you said, the the schedule down the stretch, we have a very late bye. We have a week fourteen bye, so we get a very late bye, December twelfth. So, obviously, that's that's a you know normally we get a bye between week eight and ten. But obviously, we're going to have the workhorse together, you know, dealing with a lot of, lot of hard games and stuff. But after the bye, we're straight division. All the games are straight division. We host Washington. That's, according to reports, is going to be a Saturday night game. We're not sure, but the schedule is. But they're, they're you know, in a, that's a flex situation. And then we host the Giants, and then we go to Washington 
and then obviously the Cowboys. And like I said, if the Eagles, if this division is, is similar to last year where it comes down to all four teams in the final few weeks, the Eagles may actually have the advantage this year because they play four straight division games. So you get to you get to pretty much figure out how this division is going to end. So yeah, it could get very interesting if you know, regardless if 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 we're in the division race or not, a lot a lot of key factors will go on if the Eagles only have two wins or eight wins by that point of the year. Yes, I mean, they, they, the NFL in general has been doing this last few years is trying to keep um, divisional games throughout the last month of the season. So, yeah, we're looking at that whole last month pretty much is just uh, inside a division. Um, I guess it's kind of a nice, it, it sucks having such a late bye week, but I guess it's kind of nice having the Jets right before the bye week, you know? <laughs> Yeah, you know the expectation would be that you can actually you should be able to beat them and then go into the bye week, get some rest, and come back out strong against the division. Um, and we'll see. I mean, the Giants game is uh, what is that Saturday, right? Is that a Saturday or a Sunday? December no, that's 26th. a that's a um, that's a Sunday game. That's the day after Christmas. Saturday, Christmas is on a Saturday this year, so that's a that's a Sunday game after Christmas. Okay, okay, so then, um, yeah, I don't know, maybe I'll end up going to that game, but I'll be flying back, I'd be flying back to Tampa that day, so I'd have to work out the schedule, but who knows, maybe I'll be at that game, you know? Yeah, I mean, at this point, you know, you look at, I mean, I'm, you know, me and my buddy Mike, we were talking earlier about the games we probably are going to go to, thankfully we can go back to these games, unlike last year, and... Obviously, he's looking at the Tampa Bay Thursday night game as a possibility, and I'm and I would like to see that, you know, into seeing Brady one more time. I saw him the last time he was here a couple years ago, and obviously there there might be a few other games. So yeah, we're there's a good chance I'll be going to a couple of games myself this year. And like I said, I mean, you know, the Eagles do, don't have a hard schedule if you look at it. I mean, if you really look at their schedule, there's there's if you're looking at hard games i mean early in the season you're playing the chiefs and the bucks but they're both played here so that gives you kind of an advantage that you're actually playing you got the home you'll have the home crowd and the advantage there for you know even if you don't win those games at least you it'll be you have a chance to be in those games the road is not too terrible i mean i don't think the road schedules are that hard at all i mean like i said we're playing carolina week five and sam darnold are you really afraid of that game? And then week 10, you play Denver. You know, even though that's a tough place to play, you know, if you're a good enough team, you should win out there. And then you play Jerry Goff in Detroit. <laughs> like I said, I mean, and then the Jets. So you really don't, you have probably one of the two or three easiest road schedules in the league, which is, should, really should. If Nick Sirianni and, and this team can figure stuff out, early and have advantage they may actually do really well on the road because i think the home schedule is a little tougher than the road schedule so i mean like i said i'm I'm actually looking forward to a lot of these you know a lot of this so i mean it's i mean i don't expect the eagles to do much this year but at least compared to last year i don't think it's going to be as boring or as or as frustrating i just think that you know it should be interesting to see how these games go but obviously we'll 
we'll see what happens here as you as we go through as we go through a lot of these other team schedules. I mean, obviously the big the big matchup early in the season, probably the biggest regular season matchup of all time. And well, obviously when we get to that to that week, it's going to be the talk of of the town forever in any city. Is the Brady versus Belichick? And as I predicted, it would be on Sunday Night Football, and it's going to happen Week Four. Obviously, that's going to be the most hyped, overhyped thing ever. So, your thoughts on that game and and the significance of it? We know how significant it is. <laughs> yeah, well, it'll, it'll definitely be a game that um, that um, that ESPN is going to be hyping all week, and maybe even two weeks ahead of time, we'll start talking about it, depending on how well the the Patriots are doing. I mean, the Patriots. How hyped it gets is going to depend on how good of a start the Patriots get. We already know that the Bucks are coming off the Super Bowl championship, so and they're one of the best teams in the NFL. So they'll be tough, but the Patriots, you know, they're, they're they got some question marks yet. Uh, obviously, a quarterback we don't know yet. They got the the rookie Mac Jones. They re-signed Cam Newton. Neither of them, I would expect to come in and just dominate. You know, obviously Cam Newton's at the end of the line. And Mac Jones is a rookie who I don't think is anything special in general, but you never know. But, um, yeah, I mean, if the Patriots get off to, say, a 3-0 and start and the Bucks get off to, say, a 3-0 or 2-1 type start, all of a sudden this becomes a, a huge game, even bigger than if one of them got off to, gets off to slow start. So. Yeah, like I said, all the money that Belichick has spent in the offseason is, is very, very... It has to work. I mean, they're expecting to be back in the postseason mix, which I think they can be. I think this team can win nine games this year. I think New England, you know, they weren't as bad. Even though they weren't good last year, they weren't as bad as we all thought. I mean, there were games that they won that were surprising, like they beat the Ravens, and then there were obviously head-scratching losses, but like Houston Texans. But let's be honest. I mean, Belichick, he's a decent enough coach to take you to the postseason most years. Now, without with not having Brady, he's not good enough to go fur, that much further. But like I said, that's going to be one of the more craziest games ever just because, you know, they're going to be neck and neck. And obviously the post game, whoever wins, we probably know who's going to win that game. But the post game report is going to be even more crazier. How does Belichick talk? Does Belichick even want to talk at all since he doesn't like talking that much anyway? And how much Brady will take so much into it. It'll be like when Brett Favre went to Green Bay in 2009 to play the the, the Packers and, and Aaron Rodgers and how he, he owned them in that game. It could have that same effect. So, And I remember watching that game back then. So, yeah, it should be very interesting to see how that goes. But obviously, like I said, the first week, you know, there's a lot of interesting – there's a lot of interesting um, – a lot of interesting matchups. Like I said, you know, there's only one there's only one Monday night game instead of two. And then like I said, the Sunday night matchup is Matt Stafford. A lot on him. There's a lot of pressure on him since he basically carried the Detroit Lions according to to people over the last several years. Now he's now he's a member of the of the Los Angeles Rams and they're going to host the opening, the opener, Sunday night opener against the the Chicago Bears. So he gets, he obviously gets to play Detroit eventually during the season. So, your thoughts on 
on Matt Stafford's deal there, that first Sunday night game. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I'm just, I mean, Matt Stafford, I, I, I don't see that team. They, they, they'll be in the playoff race, I'll put it like that. But, I mean, the, I don't know, man. I'm not a Matt Stafford guy. I think he's overrated. I think he's he's a, he's a guy that puts up stats, but he's not a winner. I mean, this team has has had some really good players around him. I mean, I know they, they they're a bad team in terms of the Lions, but over the years they've had some players, and he really hasn't elevated his team. I don't think he's going to be able to do it either here at, at the Rams. You know, I, the Rams will be better with him instead of uh, Jared Goff. But I still don't think they're going to be true Super Bowl contenders. Yeah, like I said, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, like I said, the Rams, they're, they're putting a lot of bet because they felt like last year they were a good enough team to get back back to the big show. But Jared Goff was used as an excuse to get out of here, and they did that. But like I said, Matt Stafford's always been a stats guy. He's always been that way. He's been a quarterback in this league, but he's never been a, a winner. You know, he's never won a postseason game, and he's only taken the 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 line to the playoffs only three times in 11 years. So, you know, joining the Rams, is, it's a, more about him than the team itself because of because they felt like he's been held back for his entire career because of the team he's the team he's been with and being a loyalist to them. So it's going to be interesting to see how how that game goes and how his their season goes. I mean, to me. You know, there's a lot of interesting matchups in the first week. Like I said, Sam Darnold gets to play his old team in in the first week, the Jets, against the Jets. That's going to be interesting. And then there's all these rumors about Aaron Rodgers. And we both kind of agree, and, and we're going to be in both agreement. We don't see him leaving Green Bay, and he's going to eventually come back. Then again, we could be wrong by the, by the time we get back in three months, but... Apparently, rumors are that the Denver Broncos is trying to put together a major trade to get him, and that and that's why the reason why they put the Giants game as a late afternoon start as a potential that Rodgers is going to play in that game. Now, we both agree that that's not going to happen, and it's a waste of time for you know uh, for basically not a marquee matchup because Green Bay is also playing the Saints at at the same time in the late afternoon in that first game. And that probably will be Rodgers going into whoever the quarterback will be for the for the Saints. So, to me, I don't, I don't, I don't, you don't have to comment on that. It's just ridiculous to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm just hoping that the Packers hold firm with this guy and stick it to him and tell him they're not going to get rid of him. But, I mean, if, if they do trade him to Denver, then all of a sudden Denver becomes basically the favorites to win the AFC. Really? You think over the Chiefs? Oh, yeah. You look at that team they got, man. They got a much better defense than the Chiefs. And you look at their skill position players, their receivers, their running back situation. I mean, all they're missing is a quarterback. And you you give them uh, the league MVP. I mean, that's a team with no holes, pretty much. You know, they could really make a... They're going to be, they'd be a pretty scary team, especially on offense. You know, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, um, um, KJ Hamler. I'm, I'm missing another receiver. But then they got Noah Fant at tight end. 
Melvin Gordon at running back. I mean, they're 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 loaded at the skill position. They just don't have a quarterback right now. Mm, that that's surprising. I I did not expect that from from your mouth. But then again, hell, if if you really believe that that that, that team is good enough, if that if that team if that Broncos team is loaded, then obviously we'll see what happens. But like I said, I mean, at this point, it's hard to really see what what we're going to see out that out there because it's just it's just wishful thinking that that Aaron Rodgers is going to leave the 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 Green Bay Packers. I just don't see that happening. He's not he's trying to force his way out. It's not it's not going to work at least for now. It's not going to happen anytime soon. So like I said, as we look into the first as we're done with the first week, I mean Obviously, the biggest matchup, I think, in the first week is obviously the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Browns in what could potentially be an AFC championship matchup, in, potentially. That could be very much a big battle there. As the Rocket comes back, you know, will the Chiefs be motivated after a, after an embarrassing and pretty much, you know, fourth-wentful Super Bowl loss? And obviously, are the the Browns? I think will be one of the top defensive teams in the NFL. How they do there? Like I said, as we go through these schedules, like I said, I mean, there's a lot. Of, you know, there's the, the matchups are going to get interesting. Like I said, the Cowboys start their first two games on the road. They play the Super Bowl champs. That will be the first game of the season. Dak returns from injury. Obviously, Brady. That should be an easy win there because I don't think the Cowboys, it's going to take a while for them to gel with all these new defensive players. And then obviously, can Dak be what Dak used to be? A lot of people think he won't be the same again, but but Dak is still on the right side of 30, uh, on the right side of 30 years old. And I think that he'll obviously have his struggles. But like I said, the Sunday night matchup week two, Kansas City against the Ravens, that would be a big matchup. That obviously will have indication, potential playoff matchup. So, but like I said, I mean, any any like intriguing matchups as you look at the schedule, not related to the Eagles, obviously, but like give me like a couple games you think that's going to be, that's going to matter, at least for now. Yeah, well, I mean, I haven't gone through the whole schedule yet, but I, um, but I do like I, I I am curious to watch the week one matchup there with the Cowboys versus the um, Bucks, just because you know it, it is Eagles related in terms of divisional rival and see how uh, we can see how Dak is come comes back from the injury, how healthy he is at the same time it's a tough draw for the Cowboys to start the season so um, you know I, I I would expect the Bucks to win that game but. You never know. It, it all depends on uh, Dak's health. Um, yeah, but they're just looking at some of the games here, week one alone. Um, um, there, there are some. There's some fairly interesting matchups. You know, um, obviously, week one we're going to get to see Carson Wentz for the Colts against the Seahawks, which you know. Um, he hasn't fared too well against them in the past, so <laughs> could be a good, an intriguing matchup there for a one o'clock game. Um, I would, I am, I would. The, the Bill Steelers game is a pretty nice matchup. Um, obviously, 
the Bills are a team that almost made the run of the Super Bowl last year. Steelers are trying to make one last run to the Super Bowl, which I don't think they're going to be successful in, but we'll see how well uh, Ben Roethlisberger can play. He's obviously getting way up there in age. Um, other than that, yeah, I mean, we'll see who's starting at quarterback for the Niners. I would expect Jimmy Garoppolo is the starter week one, but you never know. Maybe Trey Lance comes into camp and tears it up and Maybe uh, maybe the Niners find a way to trade or just cut Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, I mean, we'll see how camp unfolds with that. But I expect yeah, there's, there's I expect Jimmy to start at least to start. I, I mean, will he finish the season? That I can't tell you, but I believe he'll be in the lineup even if Trey Lance is ready. Just so they if they keep him on, if they don't trade him, then obviously I see him starting Week One. They can't just leave him as a backup right away. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't think so, but you never know, man. You never know. We thought that Wentz wasn't going to start week one. We thought it was going to be Sam Bradford, and then all of a sudden, right before the season starts, they trade Bradford and they went the starter. So you never know, man. You never know what's going to happen in this league. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, this is a a week-by-week league, how you perform, your injuries, what coaches think of you. You know, practice, all, all kinds of stuff. But I mean, like like I said, I mean, if you're just if you're just looking at it from from a situation, it's going to be interesting to to really look at there. But like I said, I mean, do you have like like I'm going to give you another? I mean, I'm going to give you like two things here. One, who you think has the easiest path to get to the potentially to get. To, to the Super Bowl this year and which contender has the toughest path to get to the Super Bowl with this schedule if you know if you know I was actually just looking at that the other day like the team strength the schedule um, I, I, it was uh, there were some teams there that had a pretty nice uh, some potential contenders I should say that had a pretty nice schedule um the Bills were right up there at the top. It's one of the easier schedules in the league. Um, so that'll obviously help them. Honestly, the Eagles had what was rated as the easiest schedule in the, in the league. So, you know, they're obviously not a Super Bowl contender, but still. Um, the Broncos were up there at the top. Like I said, if they were to get Aaron Rodgers, they have a nice path there. Just have to, you know, obviously take down the, the, the Chiefs. Um and then the other potential team that could have a run at the Super Bowl, depending on how their quarterback works out, is the Colts. They were up there in the top ten easiest in the league. So, you know, those guys had some pretty nice schedules. At the same time, um, the Steelers and the Ravens had were two of the tough, were the two toughest schedules in the league, ranked based just based upon um, their opponents' win percentage from last year. So. You know, they got tough ones. Um, oh, the Bears had one of the toughest schedules in the league. And, you know, we saw them last year. They got off that fast start against a bunch of garbage teams. You know, we were I was telling you back then they were the, the, the most fraudulent 5-0 and team I ever saw in my life. So, you know, I, I got a feeling they're going to have a tough time this year. Um, so, yeah, yeah, there's a, there's, 
those are the teams that really stood out in, to me in terms of who had the easiest and who had the toughest out of teams that could potentially compete. Oh, by the way, the, the Bucks were had one of the easiest schedules as well, based upon win percentage. So, you know, coming off the Super Bowl, bringing back all their starters. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're primed to obviously potentially be the number one seed in the NFC again, or not again, this, this year, I should say. Yeah, I mean, just this looking at like I said, you can only look at percentage because it's hard to look at all thirty-two teams in their game and their games, and some and, and unfortunately, like I said, we have a game against Washington, you know, that won't be that still doesn't have a slot in because it might be a Saturday game more than you would think. So, like I said, I mean, we have an easy schedule. Our road schedule is very easy. I mean, you look at Denver, if they do get Aaron Rodgers, obviously that might be different. But but obviously, if you're looking at contenders, I mean, basically you're right about, about some of these teams. Like I said, Buffalo, they have a lot to prove. Are they one game better than, than a year ago, that's basically their goal. Can they get? Can they get back there? And and then obviously, I don't expect Pittsburgh to do much of anything significant because they didn't improve their roster at all, you know. And and that's and last and you know the way they finished last year gives you a lot of concern of how good they really could be. I mean, I think both the Ravens and the Browns have surpassed them, so it's going to be very difficult for for them. So. To me, I think the easiest. I will. I'll give you the two teams. Buccaneers is the easiest because they're the Super Bowl champs. They're going to be tough to beat. They're going to easily win twelve games, maybe thirteen. And I say Pittsburgh's the difficultest because, like I said, you know, Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season in his entire career. That might be on. That might be in jeopardy this year. The way I look at that team. Yeah, yeah, I think they're going to have a tough season this year, um, especially if or when Roethlisberger gets injured. They're, I mean, they got a good defense, but, it, you know, Roethlisberger, he, he didn't look too good last year. He's another year older. Um, and they got nothing behind him at quarterback either. So they're going to have a tough season, man. I'm pretty, I, I, I would say you look at their division, I don't think they're going to be last just because the Bengals are still in the division, but, you know, they're not going to be able to keep up with the Ravens or the Browns. So, Yeah, it's yeah, it doesn't look good if you're a Steeler fan. To me, even though the Eagles are going to have it a little tough, I think the Steelers are going to have it tougher just because of the fact that the way they finished the season last year after that 11-0 start is pretty damning. And, and the fact that Roethlisberger, they took such a major pay cut. They, they basically gave up half of their salary to make sure Roethlisberger gets maybe a farewell tour. And this may very well be a farewell tour the way the way, the way it goes out. And that's not the way you want to go out. But unfortunately, that's just the way it is when you look at at, at, at that and how much of a fool, how much of a fool Juju Smith-Schuster was to take less money to stay there, you know, in my opinion. So... Like I said, while we we it's hard to really look at it because this is a difficult episode because we're not going to know a lot about the schedule now compared to when we get ready to start the season in a few more months. We do have the Eagles set schedule down pat. I have it right in front of me in my computer, and let's look officially release our dreaded wins 
or losses for the 2021 Philadelphia Eagles. Intriguing, interesting, new head coach, new coaching staff, and, well, we already seen Jalen Hurts, but now as a full-time starter, as a full-time starter. So, here we go. Week one, on the road, the Atlanta Falcons. Okay, so, uh, yeah, I already told you how this, you know, the Eagles seem to struggle against the Falcons week one a lot. They seem to play them a lot. And the Falcons, their defense is horrible, let's face it. But with the addition of Kyle Pitts, they got a ton of talent on the offensive side, obviously. Obviously, Matt Ryan at quarterback. And then at receiver, they got Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. And now Kyle Pitts. I mean, that's going to be tough for the Eagles to stop when they currently don't even have a number two cornerback. Um, I am going to do this. Well, I am going to do my predictions here with these games based upon the assumption that the Eagles actually bring in another cornerback to start opposite Darius Slay, whether it's Steven Nelson or maybe some type of trade. But I'm expecting them to bring in another cornerback that can actually legitimately play, not Avante Maddox, you know? So that being said, this is going to be a tough one for the Eagles' defense. But I don't know, man. I'm going to – I don't know. Something about this game tells me I think uh, I think Jalen Hurts comes out and has a good game and the Eagles win. Well, like I said, I look at this matchup, and even though we, we're, we're going to be short with this because obviously it's, you know, we don't have as much time to look at it, but like I said, the Falcons, like I said, you're right. The defense isn't that good, and that's what's holding them back from being a playoff contender. But obviously, with with the Saints probably going to be lesser this year without Drew Brees, then that means that outside of Tampa Bay, the, a- the NFC South is wide open. But and this is a big matchup for the Eagles. They have never won in Atlanta. They haven't won in Atlanta much over the years, and they probably won't win this game. So I'll give the Eagles a loss here. Unfortunately, Atlanta probably finds a way. It, it'll be a high scoring matchup, but. I'll give Atlanta the the rock first. All right, week two, our home opener, the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, the Niners are going to be a tough team this year, man. Um, They had an off year last year. Obviously, we saw the Eagles beat them. But they're going to bounce back, I think, and they're going to be a playoff team. And I, I I got the Niners winning this one. Like I said, I mean, this is going to be interesting. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, 80, nearly 85% winning percentage when he plays. So that's very important to think. This is a home game. This is an early game. That's not always kind to West Coast teams. They're going to play at a 10 o'clock, at a 10 o'clock mindset. And obviously the Eagles, they obviously want to play well. They're an offense that's going to be improved. And Devontae Smith, he's going to obviously be featured a lot. And this is a game where I think the Eagles can get on them early. I mean, I think San Francisco is going to have a bounce back year too. But this is a tough matchup for them coming all the way from the West Coast. You know, even though the Rams beat us week two last year at at a 1 o'clock start, I think that the Eagles will be in a high-scoring matchup. I think they can find a way here. So I'm going with, with 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 the mild upset here. Eagles win. So we dis hey we're we're right where we need to be. We disagree on the first two games. Let's keep it going. Week three, Monday night, 
One of only two, currently two, primetime games, the Dallas Cowboys on the road. Yeah, this one, like I was saying, like these early games, especially for the Cowboys, they're going to be dependent on how well Dak is, is, is coming back from the injury. But I'm projecting a Eagles split with the Cowboys this season, and a lot of times over the last few years, it's been the road team wins the game between these two teams. But just for the sake of this, I'm going to say the home team wins. I am projecting a split, like I said, but I'm going with the Cowboys. Yeah, we finally disagree. we finally agree here. Unfortunately, like I said, I mean it could be a competitive game since it is a Monday night, and obviously, you know, Eagles and Cowboys when they play early in the seasons normally very normally you wouldn't think of it being being competitive, but it normally is because these teams are still trying to figure these, each other out, and these teams won't by week three won't know what they really are capable of yet. So. Like I said, Dak, we find, we see him for the first time since 2019. We didn't play him at all last year. So I think he'll have a decent game. He might struggle the first few weeks, but I think this is when he comes into his own. And and I, I am assuming that Dallas is going to lose their first two games. They're playing at Tampa Bay. They're playing in with the char- against the Chargers the first two weeks. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys. They need they're going to be desperate for a win here. Eagles will be one and one coming into this game. So I I'll, I'll give some sadly I'll give the boys their their due here. All right, week 4, Kansas City runner-ups, Super Bowl champs the year before, Andy Reid never lost to the Eagles since he left. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest, man. Eagles aren't winning this game. <laughs> They're not stopping Mahomes. They're not going to beat Andy Reid this time either. This would be, probably be a blowout. So, Chiefs win easy. Yeah, I won't bring much into it. I mean, I, for people who get to go to the game, that game, they'll be lucky to see the Rocket play, and it's going to be a fun. It'll be fun if you're if you're a Kansas City fan. There's a bar in South Philly that that's d- dedicated to the Chiefs. So, like I said, they'll be happy and. Obviously, a lot of those guys will be happy. We be tough, you know. The Eagles are going to start one and three, unfortunately. But it's early in the season. One and three is not the end of the world, especially in this division. So, like I said, I, I would see a thirty-eight to seventeen kind of performance there. Week five road game: Sam Darnold, Can- Carolina Panthers. Yeah, this one the Eagles get back into the into the win column. I mean, the Panthers they're they're not a good team either. Let's face it, and uh, they're replacing um, Teddy Bridgewater with Sam Darnold. I don't even know that that's an upgrade. That might even be a downgrade, to be honest with you. Um, and the rest of the team, they're, they're not that good. So, I got the Eagles winning this one. Yeah, I agree with you. I think the Eagles will bounce back. I mean, after. A- what what Mahomes and them might do to them, this should be a bounce back. But Carolina, they're a team that could be a borderline wild card team this year. The way I look at their roster, so I mean, if Sam Darnold is, if they do take care of Sam Darnold, then Carolina should be in the seven eight win column this year potentially. So this could be a tough matchup. But I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you that. I'll I'll, I'll give the Eagles the win slightly, just slightly. It'll be a battle. All right, short week. The Super Bowl champs and Tom Brady come 
to the link. Week six, <laughs> Thursday night. Yeah, I mean, it's a short week, and it's a home game, which is nice, but they're not, they're not going to take down the, the Bucks. That's just how it is. You know, just like with the Chiefs, we're not beating them. So, Bucks win easy this one. Hmm. Like I said, I mean, yeah, you might be right. It could be like the Chiefs. It could be a blowout. But remember, this is a Thursday night game. And the Eagles, they never lose on Thursday nights for whatever reason. No matter if they're good or not. They always find a way to win on Thursdays. Even though this is the toughest matchup. This is going to be a tough matchup. It's not a division matchup. I expect it. I'll, I'll agree with you. They'll, find, they'll not win, but they'll make it competitive. It'll be compared to the Chiefs. It will be a tougher game. Because I think Tampa Bay will be smelling themselves after a 5-0 and start. And this could be a trap game for them. So I'm going to go I, I, I'm gonna go with Tampa Bay, but in a close battle. All right, week seven. So they get a mini-bye week, you know. They get 10 days off, and then they come back. And then they play your favorite team, one of your favorites, John Gruden's Las Vegas Raiders. Well, the Raiders are going to be a bad team this year. They're, they really didn't improve their defense much at all. And like we said after the draft, they they lost four of their five starting offensive linemen and really didn't replace them very much. So, you know, this is just going to be a bad team this year. The, whoever's calling, whoever's making the decisions on personnel, whether it's Gruden or Mayock, they've run this team into the ground. But... I don't know, man. The Eagles aren't going to be a that aren't going to be a very good team this year either, and the Raiders have home field advantage. So, you know, I'm going to pick the Raiders, but it's, this one I think is sort of a toss up. Well, we we're going to disagree here. I think that as much as I can look at the Raiders as a scary team, this is John Gruden. I'm not scared of him. I'm sorry, John Gruden. I'm sorry. This is the year they have to get things going. They had they did not have a good draft. And obviously, Derek Carr, you said, is a statue. He doesn't run, and he needs to run out of the pocket. One does run out of the pocket, and it's not and it's not Derek Carr. So I'm going to give the Eagles a 10-point victory here. So, yeah, I give them a road win here. Okay, week eight, we stay on the road, and we play another bad team. We think it's going to be a bad team. We don't know. But obviously, the Detroit Lions are the team that might break our legs. And a, four, a, a quarterback we've had until last year, lots of success against Jerry Goff. Go ahead to that matchup. The, the Lions suck. They're going to be they're in contention for the number one spot in the draft next year. And I mean, the Eagles are going to beat them. The Eagles, the Eagles aren't a bad team like some people think. They're not a bad team. They're not a good team, but you know, they're not bad compared to the Lions. So, Eagles win this one. Yeah, the yeah the the Lions are in a different situation. They're they're starting from scratch. Like I said, Jared Goff. We don't you know, like I said, we don't even know if he's really it, how motivated he is to be there. And like I said, they're a team. Dan Campbell. We don't even know if he can cut it as a head coach. Like I said, I think the Eagles should win that game, but it will be a scarier game. I think, like I said, even though the the road is easy, we have an easy road schedule. I think it's it, it it's top turvy if if we actually split those next two games there between the Raiders and the Lions. But I will give them the win here too. All right, a home game, 
week nine and a team that could be a sleeper team in the AFC, a very a sleeper team, the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, they were one of my sleeper teams last year, and they didn't pan out. But um, you're looking at this team now. Justin Herbert has a year of experience. They've invested a bunch of resources into the offensive line. They've helped out the defense a bit. You know, they're they're going to be in contention here for at least the playoffs. Maybe they can make a run. So I got them beating the Eagles. Yeah, the Chargers are an interesting matchup. Like I said, I mean, like I said, Justin Herbert, incredible rookie year. Let, broke the rookie touchdown record. Obviously, he, you know, Justin Herbert is a, a legit quarterback, and he's going to be in that top 10 in the league. He might have actually be a, a sleeper pick for a league MVP this year, potentially. Yeah, I think the Chargers are, you know, it's going to be a competitive contest, but I think the Chargers win that game as well. So, yeah, we agree there. All right, now we go to a, a critical game, and that could depend on who the quarterback will be. Like I said, right now it's Slade. We're place we're playing Teddy Bridgewater, but if the Aaron Rodgers rumors are true, which we'll never know for a while, could we be playing Aaron Rodgers Week Ten in Denver? Go ahead with that matchup. Yeah, if Denver or if Denver trades for Aaron Rodgers, this game's over already. <laughs> you know, we're we're not we're not winning it. At the same time, if Drew Locke's the quarterback, the turnover machine then, yeah, we got a good chance to take him down. Um, but it's in Denver. It's going to be a tough environment to begin with. I'm going to, I'm going to get it to Denver here. Yeah, I agree with you. It does, I mean, even if Drew – I mean, Drew Locke isn't the greatest quarterback. I thought he would have taken a step up. He took a step back big time last year. Like I said, it, it could be Locke, it could be Bridgewater, or it could be – Aaron Rodgers, who knows? But no matter who the quarterback is, it could be hell. It could be Jamarcus Russell. I think. I think Denver being at home, the 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 the, the, the mile, and plus the Eagles haven't won in Denver since 1989. So that's another tough. That's another thing to think about. They've never won in that building, and they haven't won the old Mile High since then. So I don't see the Eagles going there and winning. So I agree with you there. All right. Another quarterback question who we play is the New Orleans Saints in the post-Drew Brees era. So go ahead with that matchup, a home game. Just before Thanksgiving. Just before Thanksgiving. Yeah, Jalen Hurts led this team to the victory over the Saints last year. Um, This year the Saints, we're looking at Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill at quarterback. Either way, they're going to struggle this year, I think. They're going to have a tough season. And... um, and yeah, I think uh, Hertz goes two and zero in his career against the Saints here. So I agree too. I, I think the the Saints, like I said, it's funny because, like I said, if Taysom Hill's the starter, we we beat him pretty easily last year. We pretty much beat him easily, but that was the game where all the defensive players got hurt. So if the defense stays healthy and they play a similar game as last year, then the Eagles should beat the Saints easily. And since they don't have a a threat at quarterback anymore. That it's obvious that it should be an easy win. Tough, tough. It's tough sledding for Sean Payton because they they could have gotten Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson. They didn't want to, so that's on them. All right, it's most of this season we're not messing with the, with the division. Week twelve is is when we start getting serious about the NFC East. 
and we and we go to to the New York Giants in back-to-back weeks at MetLife Stadium. So go ahead with that matchup. Now we get serious with this division. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, this one, I don't know, man. The Giants feel like they've been slighted by the Eagles because of last year. I mean, they, they still don't want to take responsibility for the fact that they just weren't good enough to win a, the worst division of all time. But, you know... <laughs> Some, they're going to use that for, as like a revenge sort of thing, and I got the Giants winning this one. Like I said, the Giants, there's a lot of pressure there this year. Daniel Jones, his fifth-year option, will be on the streak after this year, and obviously a lot, a lot on the line here for a team that's built. They have a great offense. They have a lot of names offensively in the Eagles. I don't know. I mean... This is a hit or miss team, and I just—I'll I'll agree with you. We were still agreeing here. I think the it's going to be a closer matchup, but I think the the Giants win just because by that point they could be leading the division and and seeing themselves in the playoffs. So I'll give the Giants that. We go back next week and play the Jets. Yeah, this one. The Jets have never. The Eagles have never lost the Jets. They're eleven and zero all time against the Jets. Um, I like Robert Sala as a head coach. Zach Wilson, you know, he's got the talent to be a, a, a good, a really good quarterback, but he's coming out of BYU. He's he's going to have to do some development. And the Jets aren't a good team anyway, so I'm going with the Eagles here. Yeah, the Eagles will win. They'll, they'll win. They'll win defiguratively. Here's here's the thing. The Eagles haven't had a 30 po- They were the only team in the NFL last year to not have a game where they scored more than 30 points, or even 30 points exactly. They'll score 35 against the Jets. <laughs> Sorry, Sala. I mean, you you might like Robert Sala. I can't stand Zach Wilson or his family. And, and like I said, he, he's even worse than Sam Darnold, so it, that should be an easy win there. All right, we have that's when we have our bye on December twelfth. So, the latest bye I can remember the Eagles ever having, if until buys became a, re- a recent. So, now the last four games dedicated to the entire to the division, and I will assume this is a Saturday late afternoon Saturday game, week fifteen, Washington. I know what you called them, not a violation yet because they still have a name. Still the Washington football team, so go ahead. Yeah, I'm still calling them the Redskins, man. They need to come up with a real name first before I'll stop. So, yeah. I got the Eagles splitting with the Redskins this year. This is week. This is the first game. This is the home game. Um, I, think, I think the Eagles are going to win this one. Yeah, I agree, too. I think the Eagles win. It'll be a tough, it'll be a tough matchup, but... Like I said, I mean, you have to stop Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's the only person that I fear on this team. You know, Washington's not a, a team I really fear much. I mean, we watched them play on Sunday night. We should have easily beat them. But like I said, that's the only person I fear is that is is Fitzpat is Fitzmagic. Then they play the day after Christmas, a game you might be at, the Giants. Yeah, so the Giants, like I said. You know, I'm projecting Eagles go three and three and three against the division, split against each team. No, no team in this division is all that good, so um, 
I already I already picked the Giants to win the first game. I'm, I got the Eagles winning this one, which is going to put them on a three game winning streak now. I agree there. I think that you know the if this division, I have this feeling this division is going to be similar to last year, just with a few more victories than last year. I just think that all these teams are going to be right there in the battle. So I'm going to give the Eagles the win there as well. All right, Week 17, Washington again on the road. Yes, yeah, so I, I already picked the Eagles to beat Washington. Like I said, I got them I'm picking it as a split right now. So that means Washington has to win this one. This is where we disagree. We pretty much agreed to this point, but I'll be honest with you. I feel like if this division is in play for the Eagles at the end, and I think looking at our record, and if this division is as if it takes only eight or nine victories to win, I'm I'm going to go for it here. I think the Eagles might find a way. This might be a, a if they're in this division race. This is a this is a key game, and I think the Eagles find a way here. I really do. I think they find a way here. So they win that game. All right. All right. If the vision comes down to the last week, we're at home. The Dallas Cowboys, maybe they're the, 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 they come in trying to win. It could be the NFC East title. It could be, a, unlike last year, the Sunday a Sunday night game that actually matters. So let's look at it. Let's focus our, our attention to this being the Sunday night NFC East championship game. Go go at it. Yeah, so, yeah I had the um, Cowboys winning the first one, and like I said, split. So I am going to pick the Eagles here, which for my by my count, I would have them at 8-9 and nine this year. At the same time, there's a number of games, like I said, are going to be close sort of toss-up games. So uh, so things go right. They could end up with nine or even ten wins, depending on how things go. And in this division, like you said, I don't think eight and nine will win it, but nine and eight could. I'm going with the Eagles winning, and that would give them five wins to finish the season. So looking at at my list, let's see, 0-1, 1-1, oh. One and two, one and three, two and three, two and four, three and four, four and four, four and five, four and six, five and six, five and seven, six and seven. Damn. Ten and seven? Is that possible? Eagles win ten games? I don't know. Yeah, like I said, man, I, I had a couple games there as toss-ups. I got them at eight, but if things go slightly different, they could definitely win ten. And, you know, like I said, after the draft when we talked last week, this, I think this offense is going to be exciting. And if they can pick up another quarterback, the defense could actually be pretty good, too. So, you, you, did, you know, this, this team could be underrated. You, you, did, you did say that Steven Nelson, you, you know, could, be, could fit here. And... I've read on Facebook and on other sites that he is interested in joining the Eagles, but there's at least four other teams looking for his services. So we'll, we'll pray that Steven Nelson signs here by June 13th or something. And if he is still available on the market by then, the Eagles scoop him up. You might get your prediction right here. You know, you might get your prediction right. And that could give the, the Eagles the advantage in this division. But 10 and 7? I don't know. I mean, I gotta be careful. I I I I think that 
they're going to something tells me they're going to do better than four wins. They can't be as bad as last year. They just can't be. And and in theory, even though they won four games last year, they were a better team than four wins last year. It was just just lots of inconsistency and live injuries, and unfortunately, Carson Wentz just just lost his confidence. But we have to expect you and I agree. Carson's going to get his confidence back in Indianapolis, and that should help the Eagles as well in their in their trade in their draft stock in 2022. And just looking at this roster and just looking at the schedule, it's not a hard schedule. The road schedule is not hard at all. I mean, the 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 only really hard game, if you look at it, the the only two that's really going to be tough is the Cowboys and the Denver Broncos. You know, you have. Three hard, you got a lot harder home games than you have on the road, you know. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a limb and say the Eagles might actually have a chance to win this division if this division is bad as it is. But ten wins and everybody still looks like garbage. That's a blowout to win this division. So, yeah, I'm I'm actually excited about this schedule. To be honest with you, even though we might not be as good as as Tampa Bay or Green Bay. You know, or Los Angeles Rams, those teams. I think the Eagles are capable. I think they're capable to win this division. To win this division, at least. Yeah, I mean, I I, I said it last year. With with just average, competent quarterback play, this team would have won at least eight games. You know, they would have. What they would have won at least four more than they won. On top of that, with any competent coaching staff, which they didn't have last year either, you know, you can add another win or two to last year's total. And this year's team, I think, is better than last year. You know, Hurts has a, has a year of experience. You had Devontae Smith to a receiving staff that was worse than the NFL last year. Some of those young receivers should be better, like Jalen Rager. Um, the offensive line will be way better. You know, we were looking at practice squad players by midseason playing on the line. You know, so offensively, this team's better. Defensively, um, again, if they can fill out that second cornerback spot, like with Steven Nelson or someone similarly talented, the defense is actually not bad, man. They got a, they got a nice defensive line. You know, a lot of unproven guys like that they just drafted, but they got they got a nice little rotation there on the D line overall, and uh, adding a, a nice group of cornerbacks, the safeties. You know, they're not amazing, but they're not horrible. You know, we'll see about guys like Kayvon Wallace if he can come in and play at a good at a starting caliber level, which he's a guy that I did like when we drafted him. I think he can be a solid player. And then the linebackers have big question or big question mark, but Eric Wilson and um, and um, Alex Singleton at least is our start. And they got some young guys that maybe could develop too. So you know this team could be a lot better than they were last year. Yeah, and I'll finish this up as we might be rebuilding, but this is the NFL. Hell, you can rebuild and still make the playoffs. It's it's been proven many times before, and I think that. I, you and I, we might be more optimistic than maybe others are, but I believe the schedule has that look that we might be better than we actually think we are. So, like I said, we'll, we'll, we'll look forward to this. This is our last show. We will return in August. Matt and I will be, once again, live doing our in-person, doing our NFL preview this August, later this summer, and 
like I said, we'll get into the previews and all that. And we'll give you a definitive date and all that when we get back this summer. So, y'all enjoy the rest of your off week, off season. I know you're going to go fishing or whatever the hell you do. And I'll do whatever the hell I do. So, y'all enjoy the rest of your off season. And we'll see you when it matters.